Hi, this is Theo. Today I'm joined with Gavin Cree, who's a PE teacher at MIHS. Um, Mr. Cree, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, Theo. Um, I, uh, I grew up here on Mercer Island, actually. I've been, been here a long time. Uh, graduated in year 2000. Um, in high school, I was a basketball player as well. Um, and then I went to college down in California, Pomona College. Uh, and then returned and was in real estate for a while and then uh, was coaching uh, basketball uh, and became the head coach and then just really decided that teaching was more my passion. And so uh, that's kind of how I got into that. And um, and uh, yeah, here, here I am. Well, yeah, that kind of answers my first question. And what made you uh, want to become a PE teacher? I guess you could be yeah. a bit more specific, though. Yeah. Yeah. What made me want to become a PE teacher? Um, so I had to make a decision of what I was going to um, try to focus on um, as, uh, you know, as far as a subject area. And it was kind of a subject that, um, you know, was more, more closely tied to kind of what my interests were, obviously being a coach. So it seemed to fit to be a PE teacher. Um, I came and uh, uh studied under uh, Don Papsidero, who was a longtime PE teacher here. And I also worked at the middle school uh, in an internship there um, and a long-term sub job down there as well. So I worked with some of the teachers down there too. Uh, and then the, uh, a job opened up and I was actually teaching health and PE initially um, for mm -hmm. the first four or five years. And that was, uh, it was kind of a combination of both uh, yeah. until more, more PE opened up in recent years. That's cool. Um, seeing as you're a basketball coach at MIHS, um, what is the best play you've seen? Best player I've seen at MIHS or, or altogether? Oh, sorry. I said best play as in like um, within a game. Oh, best, best play. Okay. Um, wow. Let's see. Any slam dunks um, or anything? <laughs> yeah. You know, you see some dunks from time to time. I think that... Uh, Maybe the best play, though, overall um, that I've seen was, uh, I'll say um, we, uh, you know, this year we, we had um, a back and forth game at Liberty. Um, it was a league, a league rival of ours, and we were kind of competing for first place. And um, it was at their place, and it was uh, double overtime. And... Uh, Adam Parker made a, a really big shot. You know, we, I think we had a timeout before we, uh, we, we decided to go with one of our plays that we'd been running quite a bit that season, last season. And, um, you know, we knew we wanted to get him the ball. He ended up catching it at the top and they were flying out to him because he was really hot. He had like 30 points in the game. Gosh. Shot faked, stepped to his left and, uh, hit a huge, I think it was a game tying three. We were down by three points and he tied the game up there and, gave us a chance to go to overtime. Uh, that was just a huge clutch play by a clutch player. Uh, well, I guess the, um, the vibe of that game must have been phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, with your um, basketball knowledge, can you let us know who you think the best player of all time is? Well, you know, I'm a 90s kid, so mm -hmm. I think uh, that's a pretty easy answer for me. Um, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Is <laughs> and I think... LeBron is obviously fantastic and, and yeah. um, people that are grown up in, in your generation, you know, have seen a lot of him, but um, I think 
I think it's hard to compare them, you know, because they're different eras and the rules were so different in both. It was much more physical when Jordan played and he took kind of a beating. And so I think considering, considering that, and, and, and there wasn't a, the focus on health back then, you know, that, yeah. that people have now, they really take care of their bodies, which is a credit to them. And LeBron's been able to be so productive for so long, but Jordan's was impressive, I think too, because, um, you know, he played on one team. He ended up playing on the Wizards at the end of his career, but mm-hmm. he played with Chicago all those years. And he had to kind of go through some of the trials and tribulations early on and get, you know, lose to other teams. And he stuck with it. And he he really elevated his his teammates in a way that I haven't seen anybody else do. Um, you know, Scotty Pippen became a Hall of Fame player. And I, th- I don't think that happens without Michael Jordan. And he just yeah. elevated the people around him and, I just respect the way he stuck with one franchise. Did you enjoy the uh, the Last Dance? I did. Yeah, I, I watched it in the spring when it was out, mm. and it was all stuff that I'd experienced, but not in that much depth. You know, there was so much behind the scenes stuff, and yeah. you really got to get into the mind of a guy like Jordan. He's almost kind of a jerk, you know, in that <laughs> he uh, he wasn't. Um, you know, he's not the nicest guy to his teammates and that was never his intention. He just really wanted to win and that was his method. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely found it interesting too. Um, so you're also a cross country coach at MHS. Um, so what do you teach your runners to do in order to run at their best? Well, I'm an assistant coach and, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm still fairly new to the sport, but, um, right. I think, um, you know, more than anything, uh, mentally is kind of a, what, what I would say, I, I try to focus on if I, if I'm talking with an athlete or addressing the team, it's, it's really all about that mental approach. You know, it's kind of a grind getting out there every day and running and, um, you have to have good habits, um, and, and you have to sort of, um, coach yourself because you're, you're, you're just in your mind the whole time, you know, like when you're running, you don't have a coach right next to you. So you really have to challenge yourself mentally to be disciplined and to continue to give your best and not have any negative um, thoughts, at least try to minimize those. I think you can get a little negative when you're getting tired. So um, I think just um, try to emphasize people to be mentally tough and, um, you know, just to, to fight through some of the pain that it's a painful sport um, more than any other. Uh, and you're really out there kind of by yourself. So um, I just try to teach them to be mentally tough. Yeah. What would you say is the, um, the biggest difference between a sport, which you as a team versus a sport, which you do by yourself? Well, yeah, I think there's, I think there's almost more pressure on an athlete um, by yourself because yeah. um, and I found that I grew up playing lots of sports, but I, settled on basketball eventually. And, um, you know, basketball is a team game, not that you blame your teammates, but, um, <laughs> there's a bit of a shared responsibility and that's something that I loved about it that, you know, you get a lot of people contributing, but, um, you know, in, in cross country or swimming or, or even tennis, I played a lot of tennis growing up and, you know, I was really hard on myself in, in tennis because I, I, if I made a mistake, it was all on me. And, I just, I wasn't able to battle that uh, adversity very well. Um, but I think it's it's great training for those that can overcome some of the, that stuff and be able to give positive self-talk and battle through that adversity alone. I do think that there's a lot of value moving forward in your life to be able to kind of ha- have some of those skills. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, thanks for um, your great answers and for your time. Um, you've been listening to 88.9 The Bridge, KI Mitch. <laughs>